Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 38. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Fire Nation, we are building an incredible community at EntrepreneurOnFire.com. If you're starting or running a business, you simply have to check out the free resources we have for you. Also, every interviewee has their own dedicated page with a full recap and contact info. Come join our awesome community at eofire.com and reach out to me with any questions or suggestions you have. Entrepreneuronfire.com was created for you, so come on over and help make it stronger. Okay, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Dustin Maher. Dustin, are you prepared to ignite? Yes. My man. (laughs) Dustin graduated from the University of Wisconsin and immediately created a class called Mamatone Fitness. The mission for Mamatone was to help moms realize that it was important to take care of their physical bodies and to connect with other mothers so they could share life's experiences with one another. From that launching point, Dustin has created more than 28 DVDs, has been on TV nearly 100 times, and has been featured on numerous radio shows, magazines, and newspapers. Oof. I've given Fire Nation a little overview, Dustin. Why don't you tell us who you are and what you do? Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. I'm very excited to be here. I started off as a personal trainer. I got my degree from University of Wisconsin-Madison. Go Badgers, except it was a rough one this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, I graduated with a degree in kinesiology and exercise science uh, with a minor in business. And throughout my process of going through college, um, I started to um, get certified as a trainer while I was still in college. And I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. I knew that, you know, as a personal trainer, uh, while it was a phenomenal field, a great meaningful field that I was super excited about. I wanted to do more than just be able to help one person at one time. You know, in a day I could maybe help eight to ten people with that model. And I knew a lot of people could not afford uh, personal training full time, you know, four or five days a week. I knew I could only work so many hours in a day and I could only make so much money and all that good stuff. So I was looking at, I was kind of asking myself, man, what, who do I want to be a hero to? That's one of my favorite questions I like to ask entrepreneurs is, is you know, who do you want to be a hero to and then how are you going to be a hero to them? And I'm very close with my mom. Um, we're, I'm the oldest of four kids. She was a stay-at-home mom. I think every person thinks their mom's the best, but I think my mom is the best. And, you know, I just realized looking back on her life or, or my life um, when I was being raised by her that she just put all of her energy into her four kids. She didn't really have a lot of time or make a lot of time for herself. Um, although she had some friends, she certainly didn't have a massive support network. And when I came out of college, I was like, man, I wish, you know, I was like, what could I create that my, I wish my mom would have had when she was raising me? And, of course, it needed to be something fitness-wise because that was my passion. And uh, like you said, I created Mamatone. We had free child care. It was for stay-at-home moms. And that's kind of the thing that started everything. And that became popular. And then I progressed from there, which uh, I guess we can talk about uh, in a few minutes. But that's kind of my background. Absolutely. You decided to trade in time for scalability, trading time for dollars for straight scalability. And that is what an entrepreneur is all about. So that's really inspiring. 
So Dustin, we're going to transition now into our first topic, which is our success quote, because here at Entrepreneur on Fire, we really like to get the motivational ball rolling early and get our listeners really pumped up for the rest of the content that you're going to share with us. So what do you have for us today? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big quotes guy and I uh, love to read and stuff. So this was a, a tough decision. I've got a lot of favorites, but the one I went with, with is actually kind of just what we were just talking about. Um, I don't know who, who wrote it, uh, who said it, but it's how can I create the greatest amount of significance in the least amount of time? So it's more of a question than, than a quote, but I'll repeat that again. How can I create the greatest amount of significance in the least amount of time? So I try to ask myself that question whenever I go into a project or, or have to figure out if I need to say yes or no to something. Um, you know, is this going to reach my goals? Is this going to help and impact as many people as possible without um, you know zapping a lot of my time? And uh, if the answer is no, I try to say no to the project, um, no matter how lucrative it is. Absolutely, and that does. You're right. Go back to trading time for dollars because you knew early on that you could only see a certain number of people a day. And only a certain segment of the population could, quote unquote, afford your yeah. services as well. So you really decided to step outside of the box as a physical trainer and create products that could really take you into that scalable situation, which is great. Do you have another way that you've really applied that quote to your business, to your everyday life? Uh, man, I think the, the biggest thing is just kind of leveraging technology. I mean, technology is so exciting today and, and it's just only going to get better from here. Um, my passion, which uh, I'll talk about a little bit later, I'm sure, is, is bringing, bringing women together and creating community groups and support groups. And so um, the same thing with that. I ask myself, you know, what kind of technology? How can I leverage my time, my skill sets? What am I good at? What's my unique abilities? And how do I capitalize on those? And try not to do, um, you know, the other things, the, the menial tasks that, that maybe aren't my set of, of unique abilities. No, you're absolutely right. We are going to be delving into your passions later. I'm really excited to do that. But again, Entrepreneur on Fire is about your journey as an entrepreneur. And despite your age, you've had a decent journey as an entrepreneur. And you've really experienced the highs and the lows of what being an entrepreneur is all about, where we experience failure, we experience challenges, and we face obstacles on a daily basis. However, there's often that one time that you can look back into your journey and really pull out a major situation where you did have that failure or that major obstacle that you had to overcome. Can you share a time like that with us? Yeah, I was trying to think. There's definitely a couple of them that, that come to my mind, but I think the the most challenging part is, is scaling any business. Um, so from Mamatone, you know, that was one program. I did it five days a week. Started off as three days a week, went up to five days a week. You know, easy to manage, all that kind of stuff. And then I was getting a lot of people uh, requesting other other options for workouts because they heard how good of results um, we were getting. And a lot of working moms, for example, who couldn't do you know an eight to ten o'clock time slot area. So I started uh, Fit Fun Boot Camps, which was my second thing, and we started with one location. So now I had kind of two programs going. Again, not a big deal. I could manage both of them. I did, I did the boot camps at five thirty and six fifteen in the morning. Did Mamatone between eight and ten. Things were going well, and then. Um, People wanted uh, one on the other side of town, and so uh, there was a trainer there that wanted to to start one. So I uh, did that, and and then the two became three, became four, and and for the last three years now we we've had about between ten and twelve locations. So for me, the the biggest 
challenge I, I think I still have had is balancing all of them, um, keeping the quality up, um, finding and keeping good good trainers. Uh, that's really important, and just kind of keeping keeping everything together. I guess you know it's, it's easy when things are small, um, and I guess the best advice I can. Uh, give to people is you know find find good people to to work with you work for you uh, find people who are are just as passionate or close to it um, with your mission that you have um, I've been fortunate I get a lot of my trainers actually from my boot campers so they become boot campers they're mom and toners they get great results they are just completely transformed to the point where they want to start teaching other people what they've learned and then they get certified and we've had about uh, I think 16, 16 women now I've had go through my program and become certified trainers and so I, I use them for a lot of them and so I mean starting off you may not be able to do this but you know sometimes your best customers become your best you know employees or independent contractors or you know those that can uh, help spread that mission and uh, you know you can pay them for it too. That's great how you're able to convert them into actual people on your team. That's just a really great way to go about and do things. And that was a really phenomenal aerial example of the challenges that you have faced. Let's take it down to the ground level, though, and let's just really pull out one time where you really specifically faced a challenge. Tell us specifically about that time. So right now, I just turned 29, to put it in perspective, but I was 20. I was 22 or 23, and this is more just like of a lesson I learned um, when I didn't do things right. Uh, this was I, was, I was in Colorado working in Vail. I was living in Vail for the summer working at a health club, and this was about, I think, in 04 or something like that, and The Bachelor was really popular. I mean, it still is popular, but uh, Ryan and Tristan, I think Tristan was there, Trista, they, uh, they got married recently around that time, and they're kind of like the big celebrities they met on the show, and they both lived in Vail. And Ryan was a person who uh, who worked out at the the health club that I, I worked at, and all my like my female friends are just obsessed with him. They thought he was the hottest thing, and so I did something very very unprofessional. I should never have done it. Looking back, I can't believe I did it, but I did it. And then I'll kind of share the lessons I learned from it. Um, but basically, he always would come in with his shirt off because he had just been biking or running, and and I knew a lot of my female friends would just love a picture with his shirt off. And so I straight up just asked him that. I was like, "Dude, would you want to take a pic? Would you be able to take a picture with your shirt off for my friends?" And he was not too impressed by this, and he reported me, and uh, I almost got fired. But through that process, you know, I learned that um, we all make mistakes in life, and learning from those mistakes is the best thing that we can do. Um, and, and just apologizing um, and being transparent. You know, I apologize to the staff that that I affected, and I, I apologize to him. Um, and just you know, I've seen that over and over again, especially in this world where uh, you know social media and, and you really can't hide very well anymore. And you know, people, you're gonna we're gonna make mistakes. We're gonna get probably called out in certain areas. And it's it's how we handle those situations that really make the difference. So you know, just apologizing, saying what you did was wrong, um, not denying it. I think those are the things that are really important to do um, for any business owner in the you know in 2012 and beyond. Absolutely, and Entrepreneur on Fire is really about the story, your story as our spotlighted entrepreneur. So. I do thank you for sharing that insight into your actual life. And that's really where we're going to be able to pull these great lessons from. So that was a great example. And let's use that to transition to our next topic, which is a more enjoyable topic. It's that aha moment. It's part of an entrepreneur's life. Every single day, we have these little tiny aha moments that inspire us and move us forward. 
They happen weekly and monthly. Every now and then, though, we really do get that bright light bulb, that shining star that just really lights up the room and we say, wow, aha, this is the direction that I want to move into. Dustin, have you had an aha moment like this? Yeah, I've had plenty of aha moments like that. I mean, I kind of mentioned one of them when I was trying to figure out who I wanted to be a hero to. And then looking back at my mom and, and her life, I think that was a huge aha moment, probably the, the biggest one, that, the most important one. Um, but besides that, I think my, my, one of my other big aha moments uh, came four years ago when my boot camps were booming. I, had, I think I had probably five locations at that time. And I was getting requests you know, all over the country, all over the world. Um, you know, somehow they heard, I don't know, Facebook back then was just kind of starting to, to get bigger. But maybe it was email, maybe it was my website. Um, I was getting requests, though, for people who wanted me to write them out, like workout plans and eating plans and all that. And I didn't want to sit in front of my computer all day just typing out those plans. So my aha moment was, which may seem pretty obvious, but... I could create DVDs, workout DVDs. Basically, um, my philosophy was it'd be cool if I could, you know, have a very intimate type of DVD where I'm training them in their home. So that's what I did. I created a first. I, I created a monthly DVD program, kind of like the Book of the Month Club. I did a, a DVD of the Month Club called the Fit Moms for Life monthly DVD program, and uh, and that was a huge step for me. I mean, I I I took a bunch of my clients. You know, so I took 12, 12 of my clients trained one each month. Um, I filmed them in three days, all of them. And I had, to, so I had a year's worth of uh, DVDs in three days made. Uh, then I launched that to my list, which, you know, I've been building for about two years before that. And within three months, it was already generating uh, $10,000 a month for me. And about 7,500 of that was, was profit. Very impressive. And believe me, Dustin, the aha moment is only obvious in hindsight. Right. So have you had an I've made it moment yet? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, there's definitely been a, a handful of ones. I think I'll just, I'll just list a couple of them off. Um, some of you guys may fami be familiar with Yannick Silver's underground event. Um, I think it's one of the top internet marketing conferences, if you want to call it. You know, I guess that's the best way to put it. Uh, it's you know two grand to attend, about five hundred people go to it. You know, a lot. Most I think sixty-five percent make six figures, and you know, good amount of seven-figure and eight-figure earners also in the audience. And so this past year, I was asked to speak on um, how I've been able to create such a strong community online and offline. Uh, so that was a pretty great moment. Um, two years ago, I bought. One of my dream cars uh, it was just BMW Z4, and it was used, um, but it was beautiful. And and I, my family never grew up. We I grew up in a trailer park uh, or trailer, and our family never drove our own cars that were in the same decade that we were we were driving or living in. So even if it was like 1999, it was always an 80s or a 70s car, that sort of thing. And uh, so for me to be able to do that, and it only cost me literally like 18 days worth of income to buy that thing. So that was a pretty powerful moment for me. And I'm not really into material things uh, really at all. But I, I wanted to buy that because not only, you know, I enjoy driving it, but each time I sit in it, I can remind myself, you know, kind of where I've come from. And, and you know, and, and the money that I make is just, you know, I believe a reflection on the amount of people that I've been able to help and the amount of value I've been able to create in the world um, and nothing more, nothing less. Absolutely true. And we've had MJ DeMarco from the Fastlane Millionaire on the show. And one of his big quotes that really resonated with me and what my goal here at Entrepreneur Fire is, is that 
if you want to make millions, you have to help millions. And that's yeah. truly the goal of Entrepreneur on Fire. And I can feel that that's also the goal with what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. So Dustin, thank you for sharing the, the insight that you've had with growing up and with the BMW, the car that you really were just able to say, wow, I have made it almost every single day when you sit down. That's just great that as an entrepreneur that you can actually be at that point because so often we never really sit back and just appreciate how far we've come and what we have accomplished. So I applaud you for doing that. And I definitely encourage our listeners to take note that that's a very important part of the process. Yeah, real quick, I'll just butt in with that. Um, I totally agree because I think a lot of us, you know, entrepreneurs, or at least myself, are you know highly driven, type A personalities, and so once we reach a goal, we go right for that next goal. We don't, like you said, appreciate or celebrate the successes, and um, you know, kind of. I think uh, Dan Sullivan calls it the gap, where uh, you know we're always looking ahead to how much farther we have to get to our ideals instead of looking back on what we have done. And uh, so I encourage people to to do those and celebrate them on a regular basis. I cannot agree more. And that's 100% why Entrepreneur on Fire focuses on the entrepreneur's journey, because that's what it's about. It's about the journey. It's not about the destination. You can learn so much from that journey. And it's just a very powerful thing to examine. So thank you for allowing us to examine your journey. You bet. So Dustin, I'm just really intrigued with The Underground by Yannick Silver. I mean, that is just a really intense, great underground event that just goes on that once a year with a very limited clientele of 500 people. Can you dive a little more into the part that you played at that event with your presentation? I'm really intrigued by that. Sure. Like kind of what my topic was sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they wanted me because a lot of a lot of internet marketers, I think, are struggling with building the community. I think that's that's one of the challenges. And also, um, they liked how I've been able to do both with offline and online. And my, I guess, my point of the talk or one of the, the things I want to maybe challenge people on or suggest was that, um, you know, in the age of, of the internet and, and everything going digital, there's still incredible amount of power by, by being local, by being in person. And how do we merge those two together? And so I was talking about, you know, how to start support groups up locally. You know, maybe... Uh, you teach, I don't know, maybe you teach people how to make money, let's say. Well, what if you were able to, you know, create local chapters where they got together in person? Because I don't really believe that you can develop deep relationships with people unless you are face to face with them. I mean, video Skype, I love video Skype a lot. It's a great tool. But even that is limited in what, what you can do. So, um, you know, trying to, to, to build those community groups locally and then and then take and amplify those success stories, the, the community aspect of it, and then bring that online so that people who are not part of that community, um, I don't know, I don't like to use the word jealous, but um, would like to be part of it, and then they're intrigued enough to then want to reach out and figure out you know, how can they get involved. So that's sort of how I've done it is, is I try to use my local, my local market here in Madison, Wisconsin, where I'm from, but then also we have local chapters all over the country and how, you know, how do those things grow and then how can we take the success stories and all the great things that are going on there and then using you know, Facebook and, and the blog, the website, the newsletter, all that stuff to, to really amplify that. And That was kind of my, my thesis. Can you give us some specific interactions that you had with the attendees of the conference after you gave that speech? I'm just really curious about how they reacted to the presentation that you gave and the content that you divulged. Right. Man, I think 
it was about eight months ago. I'm trying to remember. I mean, it was it was crazy. Like probably I spoke with a hundred people at least, you know, over the next two days of the conference. But one of the big things that actually surprised me and people, you know, thanked me for it. I was like, oh, what did you enjoy from or what did you get out of it? And most said that they they enjoyed just seeing and hearing my passion that I have for helping moms build community, get in shape. And that was the thing that a lot of them were lacking. You know, a lot of the things online, you know, to stereotype, like let's say the make money niche, for example, or even a lot of the niches online, it just seems like, especially the people teaching it, it's just all about, um, you know, make money, make money, make money. And that's a very empty goal, especially once you have the money. And so people were just really, I don't know, appreciative or envious of, of myself finding that passion and that mission. So I guess for all of you guys listening, you know, that's that's the first question you got to figure out. You know, maybe you have a business start and maybe it's doing well or maybe it's not doing well. But, you know, you got to I think you should ask yourself, you know, is this something I can see myself doing for the next decade? And is this something that I could talk about almost all day and not get tired of it and be more energized at the end of the day than at the beginning? Um, so that was a, a common theme that I had. Uh, another common theme was they were blown away by how how fast I can make DVDs. So I've done now 30 of them. I just, I'm just releasing my, my, my next two and probably my last two. Um, we'll see. I might do some more later. But, you know, things are going digital and TVs you know, are, are basically going to be all online here within the next couple of years, wide, you know, mainstream. So I may be able to just do mostly digital at that point. Um, but creating DVDs, and I, do you want me to go through that process real quick? You can do it in about a minute. Yeah. Why don't you take 60 seconds and just knock that out? Yeah. So... Um, and I make them, you know, affordable. They're good quality. So I find a local person. You can go on Craigslist, or if you have a, most people have a friend who, you know, does weddings or, or something like that. And um, you know, nothing fancy. I, I used one camera for some stuff, and I used two cameras for some other stuff. And for me, I had my workouts already figured out, you know, beforehand. I did basically one take for everything. Um, my philosophy is is you don't necessarily have to make things perfect. You just got to be you know, do it good, get the content out there and just be real and be natural. I'm not a huge fan of scripting things. And so I basically did one take on everything and unless something really bad happened, you know, then we could edit that out. But um, just cranking through them and then, you know, trying to, to chunk your time. So, you know, if you're going to make one DVD, you might as well make two, three or four DVDs at the same time since your, your crew's already there, kind of get into the flow of it. Um, so that's how I did. I cranked each one out in about three hours, two to three hours. Um, and I worked like 12-hour days, and, and so I did the first 14 DVDs actually in the first three days, and then I did another, whatever, 15 or 16 uh, in another three-day period. And uh, that was it. I've only created DVDs about six, six or seven days in my life. No, I can definitely vouch for the fact that you're not a scripted person. In fact, in our pre-interview chat, you said, John, by the way, I didn't even really look at these questions. I don't really even know what the format is. That's just kind of how I roll. I don't want to overthink this. Let's right. do it. And I'm like, Dustin, that's great. This is supposed to be a conversation. This is supposed to be a good flow. Obviously, that's exactly what's happening. So you definitely know what you're doing. Thank you. And to just kind of reach back real quick, it was really refreshing to hear you say how people were reacting to your speech after you gave that presentation, how they were coming up to you and talking about your passion. Because at Entrepreneur on Fire, my goal and my passion is to bring passionate entrepreneurs onto my show. And it's a lot harder than it seems because there's a lot of successful entrepreneurs, but there's not as many successful, passionate entrepreneurs. Right. So you definitely fit that mold. I really appreciate you taking time to come on this show for that reason. So 
as part of Fire Nation, I thank you for that. You bet. So Dustin, let's move in now to your current business. Yep. You're rocking and rolling. You're thinking about potentially going digitally in the future. You got a couple more DVDs that you're just finishing up with. Let's just say, what's one thing that's really exciting you about your business right now? Sure. I got two things I got to share. So that's I'll try to totally cool. <laughs> All right. So these are our... The two biggest things I'm, I'm most excited about. The first one is um, I'm teaming up with with one of my friends. He's owned a gym here in town, and his passion, his unique ability, is is teaching other trainers to be better trainers. That's not my passion at all. I love to help trainers build their communities and and really relate to people better, but not the nuts and bolts of, of training itself. And so we're teaming up. And uh, we're going to create a Fit Moms for Life certification program. Because like I said, I've had like 16 or 17 moms become certified through other organizations. Um, so we're creating a, an online and then as well as like an in-person three-day workshop uh, to become certified through kind of my systems, my philosophies. They'll get you know a lot of the, the nuts and bolts of how to be a better trainer, but then also throw in the business side of things uh, to some degree. And then from there, we're sending them up to... Um, the Fit Moms for Life, either franchise or licensee model, we're not exactly sure, but then they can um, start to you know build a business, um, kind of like I've done. I'm going to focus on moms who are are looking to kind of be some be part of something bigger than themselves, um, maybe a stay at home mom or someone who um, doesn't necessarily want to work the corporate world and wants to make two to five thousand dollars a month. You know, I'm not going to promise them that they're going to make twenty thousand dollars a month or anything. But it's very doable to make to net, you know, after everything's said and done, two to five thousand dollars working a couple hours a week, and so that's what I want to to really empower these moms to do. So that's one thing I'm really excited about. The second thing I'm excited about, uh, one of my missions is to help one million moms get in the best shape of their lives by the end of 2015, and do that by creating local support groups. And I want 14,000 of these, which is one for every McDonald's here in America. And so I've been over the last like year, I've been really developing like what can I do? How can I make this as turnkey as possible? Uh, how can I make this as viral as possible? And it's too long the process that I've, I've, I've created that I'm going to start to implement. But basically, uh, I'm going to create a six-week challenge where a mom in a local community hears about it. She kind of raises her hand to become a leader. Um, she gets other people excited about it via um, you know, text message, and we've got some technology that we're going to be using, um, developing those relationships. She hosts like a, a dinner sort of thing at her house, and then I've got video, you know, digital stuff that I'm going to use to try to sell them on the six-week program. They do the six-week program. That's uh, like maybe $99. I don't know the price points yet, but um, then I'll be able to give like 50% commissions to the mom who's the leader. And then at the end of the six weeks, they get great results. Then hopefully they'll continue on with our monthly DVD program I've got. And then also I'm going to encourage each of those members to then start their own group up, how they can make money. Five, you know, my, my goal is like three to $500 a month um, by kind of organizing these events. And uh, I think I can take that virally through that. So those are my two things that I'm really excited about. And then some of those women in those groups are going to want to get certified as a Fit Mom for Life. And then once they do that, they might want to start their own business up and get a license or franchise. So those are a few things in a nutshell. That's great. And Dustin, I've been taking a couple notes. One million moms by 2015, 14,000 support groups across the country, the same number as McDonald's. How important is it to have these kind of specific numbers when you're putting something like this together? 
Yeah, it's, you know, it's important for a couple of reasons. One, um, you need your your followers, your tribe, however you want to, you know, your your clients, customers, um, to be on board with you and to have a clear goal of what what your goals are, so that they can get excited about it. If you do any sort of media, you know, like you had mentioned, I've done close to 100 TV shows. They love numbers. They love they love that type of stuff. So, um, you know, given that any sort of media media likes that, and then also for me, it, it forces me to ask. You know, different questions. Like, if my goal is to reach ten thousand moms, which I have already done uh, many times over, um, my my questions and my my answers would be a lot different than how do I reach a million moms and or you know how do I create a hundred groups compared to fourteen thousand groups. And um, so, yeah, you've got to you've got to have some clear goals on on what uh, you want to accomplish. So, Dustin, we've now reached my favorite part of the show. We're about to enter the lightning round, and this is where I provide you with a series of questions, and you come back at Fire Nation with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Are you ready for that? (laughs) That's a lot of pressure, but I'll do my best. (laughs) (laughs) What was one thing that was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Ah, man, I... I don't really know that many. I didn't know that many entrepreneurs, and all my friends were going into more, I guess, traditional jobs. So, I'd say just the fear of the unknown. You know, the steady paycheck, which we all know now is not not really a steady paycheck anywhere. But uh, I think that was it. Just not not really knowing anybody who's doing it that much, and and just doing something different, and not having a nine to five job with like you know most people that I know. Uh, so I'd say the fear of the unknown. How many of your friends are driving a BMW Z3? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good question. I mean, fortunately, I, I have now surrounded myself with very successful people. And I've got this little support group just here in Madison. And, and actually, we're all in our 20s. One's in like 31. And it was funny. We pulled up to, we had a dinner at one of our houses. And like the five or six cars that we had in the in the, in the, in the parking lot or the, the driveway were pretty insane cars. They averaged like $80,000. So I have you know been able to, been blessed to really... Um, surround myself with some phenomenal people and some great friends that I've met throughout throughout the last you know five or six years. Yeah, and I've heard this so many times. Take your ten closest friends, average their salaries, and that's what yours is. So you need to surround yourself with successful people with that successful mindset. So important. Yeah. What's the best business advice you've ever received? Ah, this is an easy one. Get a mentor. That's um, you know I didn't talk anything about it, but. Um, I'm in Joe Polish's 25K group. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of that. I was in Ryan Lee's mastermind group. Uh, Bedros Koulian, he's in the fitness niche. I was in his. So I, I average, I spend about $50,000 a year on my education, uh, mostly hiring the best coaches. I just joined a strategic coach with Dan Sullivan. I'm going to his in Toronto. And and a lot of these um, uh, groups are, they you know you have to make a certain amount of money. You have to net a certain amount of money just to be part of the groups. So you're automatically in in a in a group of very you know at least successful business wise, and hopefully the group is also just good people. Which all the groups I have been part of, they're just great quality people. They're they're not people that just make a lot of money and are really um, douchebags. Excuse the language, but you know you see, you see that a lot. But uh, that that's my biggest thing is invest you know invest money in in something, um, but take action on it. I mean just just. Buying a product, you know, obviously is not going to make you wealthy. It's not going to make you knowledgeable. You got to, you got to apply it. I see too many people um, buy products or, or go to conferences and you know go to ten conferences a year, which I have done. I go to about probably six to eight conferences a year, and uh, you know a lot of it now is just for the networking and getting to know people. But um, you've got to take action on things. You can't just keep getting information without taking action. Absolutely, and I would like to tweak just the first part of your answer, which 
you know, was you spend about $50,000. And what you really do is you're investing $50,000 into yourself, which is just resulting in incredible dividends down the road that is way outstripping that 50K. Yeah, I I should not say I spent it. I'm investing. That's a great way to put it. What's something that's working for you or your business right now? Oh, man. Uh, A lot of things. I would say... I think the biggest thing is just being real and being honest. Like I talked about the transparency thing, but you know, I think the the days are long gone when it was big corporate and all the corporate speak and stuff, and just you know, talk like you normally do. Um, I mean, one of my one of my emails is kind of funny. I I put recently. Um, I use the word like as in like I'm not going to be a, and this is writing to a bunch of women, you know. And I had a few people email me and and say, can't believe you used that. I'm going to unsubscribe. And, you know, whatever. That's fine. They can do that. Um, but just being yourself and, and being real, you know, trying to open up as much as you can. I mean, you see celebrities, like, people are so fascinated by their lives and stuff. I mean, some of my best, like, videos, I have about four, I think I have about 400 videos on YouTube, three or 400. And some of my best videos that get the most comments or people, like, a year later are the ones where I'm, like, at home at Christmas time and I'm, you know, back in the trailer park and showing my, my family or maybe my grandma or, or just some random thing about myself or my family. Um, you know, those things, they love those. You know, it seems like a lot more than just, you know, 10 exercises to burn fat off your stomach sort of thing. So those would be my things. Be transparent, be real, be fun, um, be someone that other people would like to, be, you know, want to be around. Now, you're a young guy and I really feel like you're cutting edge in a lot of areas. I like to share one internet resource with Fire Nation, like in Evernote, something that you just really love and just seems to save you a lot of time or just really improve and streamline your business. Do you have a resource? I mean, I'm sure it's been mentioned a lot of times already on your show, um, but I I just did another one this morning with Fiverr. Fiverr is great. Uh, so I've got this uh, this new video I'm going to come out with for my monthly DVD program to a sales a sales video for it, and uh, I wanted to like it's just myself and one of my clients Jody talking back and forth in her home about her results and and then the program. But I wanted to have like a cool intro thing, and I was thinking of like these two cartoon characters talking, which are like just cartoon images of, of a baby, like two babies, and one's Jody and one's myself. Uh, but then I was like on Fiverr looking through stuff. And here, there's this thing you can get where um, they'll make a 30-second video of you. It's a talking baby, and it looks like the E-Trade baby. You know, it's an actual baby. The, the, the mouth moves. It's not quite as good as E-Trade with the synchronization. Um, but you can write out a script. And so that's what I'm doing. I just wrote the, the script out for it, and uh, within, I upgraded for another $5 to get within 24 hours. So within probably today, I'm going to get this really cool 30-second E-Trade-looking baby talking, introing. This baby is saying that, um, that Jody is is um, her mom, so it's kind of oh, cool. I love Fiverr, and I love that example. It was just my mother's birthday two days ago, and so <laughs> I went on Fiverr and I got a talking puppet, little baby puppet, to wrap <laughs> for my mother, pretending that the puppet was her 18 month old granddaughter, and it just That's couldn't fun. have been a better gift. It was five dollars, but I mean. Yeah. It went viral on Facebook. All the family commented <laughs> on it. I mean, you can't beat that. You know, like, right. unfortunately, a sweater just would not have been yeah. quite as impactful. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just such a, such a cool resource. So real quick, Dustin, I don't know how much of a reader you are in the business area. Do you have a business book that you'd recommend to the audience? I'm a big Seth Godin fan. Um, I like how he thinks. I like 
if you guys don't follow him, some people don't really like him, but um, you know, he's got Purple Cow and uh, what are some of his Lynchpin and Tribe. Tribe, yeah, Tribe was one of the best ones, and I've got most of his books. But you know, to kind of summarize those, um, you know, the, the big takeaways that I, I get from them, I just keep hearing over and over again, is. You've got to blow away your customer. I mean, our, we have, our customers have more and more options and resources than ever before, and they also have a bigger voice than ever before. So go out of your way to spoil them, and it's something that I need to do a better job at. That's one of the things I'm really working on. I mean, we look at Zappos or companies like that, which put their customers as like they go above and beyond. Um, but once you know a sale is made, that's um, a huge place where you can over deliver, you know, not only just give them bonuses, but just do surprises for them, call them up personally, um, do things that are going to really like just blow them away. And if you do that, you've got a customer for life. And then the second thing with, with Seth Godin is just thinking outside the box. And that's something I've been really challenged by. You know, I, I read a lot. Um, I hire, like I said, you know, incredible mentors. I listen to audiobooks almost every day and seminars and all that stuff. And it can be easy to, you know, just follow one person and then just kind of do what they say sort of thing. And, and I think modeling is extremely important. And I look at a lot of different models and different businesses. Um, but at the same time, like, I want to have that balance where I'm, like, creating things too and trying new things out because I want to be an innovator. I just don't want to just copy everything else. So, you know, these Fit Mom for Life community groups, I mean, certainly you could argue, like, multi-level marketing companies, Mary Kay, you know, our book clubs kind of have, you know, different models like that. But I want to do something within the, the health and fitness industry that I haven't seen done before. Awesome. Well, listen, Dustin, this is the last question. It's my favorite, but it's kind of a tricky one. So you can definitely take your time and digest it before you answer. If you woke up tomorrow morning with all of the experience, knowledge, and money that you currently have right now, but your business had completely disappeared, mm -hmm. what would you do? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I tell entrepreneurs and, and people starting off, and I'll use use the fitness niche as my example, but we can pretty much you know put that out there for others. the The biggest thing you need, I think, is is either a list or a following, um, or success or results. I think that's one of the biggest things. I mean, besides confidence, I think confidence is the number one thing you got to have. But once you have the confidence, you need to get some sort of results. So I would train as like I would help as many people get in the best shape of their lives as they as they um, as I can for free that's what I would do to start off and I would ask you know in return from them that they would tell their friends family whatever um, you know the results that they're getting and to just kind of you know put in a good word for me so that's what I would do you need to create that momentum um, and I think to get your first sale or, or to get your first success story, transformation, before and after, whatever it may be, um, the best way to do it is to help as many people as you can um, you know, be successful. And then uh, the chances are you'll, you'll start to see sales come in. And you know, who uh, was it Jim Rowan said, you know, if you help enough people, or Zig Ziglar, I don't know, if you help enough people get um, what they want, you'll have whatever you want. Yep. Great quote. I absolutely agree with all of that. And pretty much everything you said today has just been very inspiring, extremely actionable, and we are definitely better as listeners for hearing it. So thanks, John. Dustin, give Fire Nation just one last piece of guidance, then give yourself a plug, and then we'll say goodbye. Great. Uh, man, I, th I would say, you know, if you're, if you're a starting entrepreneur, um, 
find someone that you can get mentored by. Um, find someone if you do, if you have a little bit of money, um, you know, see if you can invest in in a person. Uh, I think you know being part of a mastermind type group is very powerful because it automatically places you um, with other people who are like minded. I think that's the best part of those groups. Um, don't be afraid to invest money in yourself, assuming that you are confident that you're going to take action on it. And find your passion, find your purpose. Again, take your time on that. That's one of the most important things to do, so don't rush that process. And then figure out who you want to be a hero to and how you want to be a hero to them. And what you know, products, services, uh, information can you deliver to them that will, will do that. And then uh, look for ways to, to build and strengthen the community, whether that's online or offline. Over-deliver to your clients. Blow them away. Uh, create raving fans that will, will share your message uh, and yourself to the world. And for a plug for me, I've got uh, my book, Fit Moms for Life. Uh, you can go to fitmomsforlife.com. That's F-O-R. Um, if you want to go to my, my main website, it's dustinmaherfitness.com. So that's D-U-S-T-I-N-M-A-H-E-R fitness.com. Uh, if you're interested in Facebook marketing, you may want to, uh, to like my, my Facebook page. It's got about 360,000 moms on it right now. So it's facebook.com slash I really love being a mom and love is L-O-V-E. So facebook.com slash I really love being a mom. You can see how I try to do uh, Facebook marketing. Awesome. And you can count on me linking all of the above into right. the show notes on your own little page. So the audience will have complete access to all this with one click of the button. Dustin, thank you again. Fire Nation, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Fire Nation, thank you so much for joining us today. Are you interested in learning five ways to make $500 this month? How about five productivity tips that will help you today? Well, that and more is my free gift to you when you go to eofire.com and subscribe to Fire Nation. Lastly, for that entrepreneur ready to take it to the next level, visit ignitemastermind.com, join our elite mastermind community, and watch your business or business idea explode. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.